Hey there, it's Ginger Bell. Happy Friday. Today is Friday, March 27th, and I am on day 14 of my social distancing and uh, shelter in place. And I've been using Zoom like crazy, which I've been using Zoom for many, many years, but um, <laughs> I'm bored with background. So I decided to do a virtual background today. So we are uh, doing a, a little uh, hot air ballooning today. So I hope you have a good weekend. Uh, just so you know, today in history, I'm kind of timestamping these things. Today we are at, in the U.S., over 85,000 cases confirmed of COVID-19, and we have almost 1,300 deaths. So I think the good news is that the shelter in place and flatten the curve um, seems to be working. Um, for those of you um, who obviously know somebody who's affected by this, our hearts go out to you, but let's continue to, to work on this. We're in it together throughout the entire world. And I want to thank everyone who's been jumping on the videos with me to be able to share information, to help you guys to be able to flatten the curve, not the spirit. And enjoy today, today's video uh, with a very good friend of mine, Bill Hart. Have a good weekend. We'll see you Monday. Well, hi there, it's Ginger Bell, and I'm here with another episode of Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit, and today I'm super excited because I have someone who I've had a huge crush on for a very long time and have followed him for a very long time, and I think he's like super cool because he, you know, Bill, one of the things you do is just really make things to where they are very real and understandable, but also very fun. So welcome to my friend, Bill Hart. So my honor, so my pleasure. I love that you're doing this, Ginger. Love that you're doing this. And uh, I, there's no place I'd rather be right now. So I'm thrilled that we're doing this. Yes, I absolutely agree. So, you know, obviously we're in the middle of this um, coronavirus pandemic, um, house arrest, you know, staying secure, all these kind of things. And, uh, and a lot of people are adapting to working from home and having that virtual um, you know, office space. And a lot of them are doing it with kids around. And you know, for me, my mother-in-law, my 83-year-old mother-in-law we brought in. Mm. And so you know, funny things like managing how much time she's on the news. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Screen you know, time for grandma. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, just, um, I mean, starting out with, you know, the, the whole idea in starting this is, you know, how do you stay positive? You know, what are the things? So what are the things that you're doing to make sure that you're in the right mindset? And, and, I, and I know you come a, from a great you know, place of strength because that's what you teach. That's what you do. Mm. Um, but still, sometimes it's hard as the coach, as the teacher, as the leader to make sure that you're managing yourself, too. So what are you doing right now to make sure that you're doing that? Yeah, great, great question and great point. Um, I, it's funny, I told Tony, my wife, last night, I don't know, around five o'clock or so. We're spending a lot of time together these days, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right? It was one of those things I told my husband this morning. It's like, remember that game where you're like, you go through, you know, you can pick three people that are going to be on an island with you? We're living it. And it's like, you hope you pick the right three. <laughs> right? We're, we're, we're living it. It is, it is so true. Oh, my goodness. I, that's something that occurs to me, and I, I don't think anybody's talking about is, Oh my goodness, what if you're isolated with the wrong person exactly. right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I have to show you this. This is the coolest thing. So this is the note that is uh, by the coffee maker this morning, right? Aww. I would not want to be quarantined with anyone but you. So that's from my wife this morning. And it's like, 
my life is complete. I'm good, right? But it's, here's, here's what I know. I, I don't want to, like Renee would call this out because I just went through Amplify, Amplify with him, Renee Rodriguez. He'd say, Bill, yeah, everything sounds really good, but tell them about the before it was great, right? So you, got, you all just need to hear real quick, like I was married before, she was married before. It was a horrific time for us to get together. But as we constantly remind ourselves 30 years later, you know what? This is what we work for. This is what we worked so hard for. And that's why we appreciate it so much. So that's where that, that's the spirit of that note, right? Is like, we actually enjoy spending time with each other. How awesome is that? Yeah. So, but I mentioned to her, <clears throat> I had let out kind of a deep sigh in the kitchen. I was making a cup of coffee. She said, you good? And I said, yeah, I guess I just realized that, you know, all my coaching sessions yesterday, I, I, I think we're putting bricks on my shoulders and, exactly. you know, you want to show up right and you want to help people, but it, it's like being a therapist, I'm sure, you, you know, years ago, 50, 40 years ago, I used to attend bar in Beverly Hills uh -huh. and there was a guy when I opened the bar at 10 o'clock, it was a restaurant, the Magic Pan. There was a guy that would walk in who was a psychiatrist and he wore a three-piece suit, right? This is the early 80s, right? right. Three-piece white suit. And he would come in and have three extra dry vodka martinis straight up. And then he would go to work and listen to patients, <laughs> right? Like he, he got hammered and then went and listened to the Beverly Hills Housewives, right? Before it was a thing. Anyway, but I, that, look, that's the reality, I think. I think that if you show up in this space right now, as you do, Ginger, and as I do, it's just not realistic to think that you're not going to take on some of that weight, you know, but, but right. the, other, the other side of it is I recognize it. And so let me give you some very tactical things that I do. Um, one of the things, again, Rene Rodriguez, I'm just so grateful for him, but one of the things he taught me that the Navy SEALs use is box breathing. Have you guys talked about that? What, what is it? Box breathing? Bo box breathing. Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's, you, can, you can Google it, but it's essentially, I take a deep breath, I hold it for four seconds, I release it, I hold it for four seconds. And so it's this, it's this sort of box that you visualize and it just allows you to right? And so, I don't know, I'm probably doing that a half a dozen times a day. And I now do it at night when I'm falling asleep, because it actually helps me to just like, zonk out. So it's a simple thing. Anybody can learn to do it. I can, if you'd like, we can put a link down below. It's a super, super simple thing to do with a, right. with a graphic to remind you. And you'll always have that tool, but that's one thing. Write it down. You know, I live in Southern California, so I'm, I'm blessed by, you know, great temperate weather most of the time. And so it's easy to go outside for a walk. And so far we're still allowed to go outside and like right. exercise. And I just walk fast. I've never been a runner. I've never understood running. It's like, for me, it's, I feel like I'm like, I'm Bigfoot just pounding the sidewalk right. and there's nothing elegant about it. So I walk fast and I normally listen to podcasts and I'm just going to make this suggestion as a guy who has a podcast. Maybe it's a good season to listen to music that feeds your heart. Right. And so as a guy who's 65, I go back to 70s music, right? And so for you, it might be 80s or 90s, but whatever, whatever the music is that takes you back, because it does, right. through the good times, right? Whatever that period is, yesterday, out on that walk, gorgeous day, white fluffy clouds, blue sky, 61 degrees, it was spectacular. I'm like, I am so grateful to be alive. And it was just 30 minutes, yep. right? That's all that was. So 
Yeah, for me, it's the things that we've coached all along, Ginger. It's just that they're more important now than ever. Control right. what you can control. Yes. And that's your reaction, too. You know, everything as far as managing all of that is, is so, so important. So let's talk yeah. about communication for leaders because, yeah. you know, we've got, especially in the mortgage industry, yes, things are busy, um, but also out of control. I mean, you know, we were just talking about you're in the middle of refinancing and, and maybe possibly signing today, but really. We'll see what? if the notary shows up in a, in a NASA suit. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, but you know, it's like things are changing daily, and so you know, for leaders communicating with their team, mm. you know, and being able to to do that, you know, what are advising? What are you advising your coaching clients as far as, you know, the message, how often, how it should be delivered? You know, we talk about video, and I think having that face to be able to see that is yeah. important. So, what are you, what are you telling your coaching clients? So. So I'm going to answer answer that question directly, but I want I want to I want to help you understand the reason that I'm hesitating on that is when you ask me what are you telling your coaching clients to me that implies that I I know and I'm going to tell them what they should do. Right. I, I've never really approached coaching that way. I you know Brian Tracy used to call himself the 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 great synthesizer, and and what he meant was like I'm a student of success, right? So that's. That's the way that I approach coaching. I don't have all the answers. I don't have anything figured out. I got a few things, half a dozen, you know, half a dozen. <laughs> but the rest is like what I learned from my clients. And, and so, so let me give you a very tangible example of this. Um, and with permission from clients, I'll tell these stories. So this is something that uh, I don't have permission to tell. So I'm, I, I can't tell you who it is or where it is, but I'll tell you that it's a female regional leader in the, in the mortgage space who I've always known to be very wise and strong. Um, but all of a sudden, Ginger, she, she's got like a new gear. And what I mean is it, she is over communicating. Mm -hmm. She is erring on the side of over communicating and she is over communicating on communi communicating with her entire region. So instead of just like talking to her branch man or area managers and branch managers and letting them distribute it, Mm. No, it, not, not, to, not to open up any political doors here, but if you just think about what's happening nationally, yes, we've got the president on TV every day. We've got governors, some of whom are very visible and vocal, going completely off the reservation. And while I'm all about states' rights, it's, it's like, okay, so executive, right, governor, mayor. Mm -hmm. And if there isn't some continuity in that, then it just creates chaos, right? It's like, well, hang on, I heard this. And, and so what she's done is she's just saying, you know what, I don't have the luxury to leave that up to my branch managers, some of whom will communicate it beautifully, and some of whom will do it poorly. So I have to, I must step into this moment mm -hmm. and communicate with everyone every day. And so that would be my strongest advice. And while I can give you a lot of individual, maybe you want to go there, but tactical things to do. I just think philosophically, that's a great mindset. Right. And, and with that comes the strength of being a leader. Mm. So you're not being afraid to lead. And, and yeah. I think that's what people are looking for right now. We're looking for leaders and it's, oh my goodness. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, this is the time to lead. 
and to, yeah. you know, be very bold as far as leading and, you know, to be compassionate and, and to listen. You know, this is the time that I think it's important to really tune into your listening skills as well as just your, you know, communication skills. So, so important. Having so, that door open. Right. So, okay. So uh, I'm creating a talk right now that apparently I'll be delivering virtually called <laughs> when, when, the, when the System Breaks Down, Leaders Step Up. Ah, I like it. But I'm seeing it day in, day out. We're, you and I are seeing it. We, we, we see it on television. We, we see it in the industry. And it's just such a beautiful opportunity. And, you know, the vast majority of my time is in the mortgage industry. That's where I spend most of my time and have for the last 17 years. And, you know, Ginger, there's a, there's a sad thing that I'm seeing, and I don't think it's a surprise to anybody, but I've, I've always said we have people who are way over their skis in this business mm. in leadership roles, and all of a sudden we're seeing empty suits yeah. where there's really not much there. I'm not saying they're not good human beings, they're not evil, they're not nefarious characters, but they're not leaders. And so they don't know how to show up in this moment. And I, I kind of liken it to, you know, in my book, White Collar Warrior, I interviewed Army Rangers and Navy SEALs and a Top Gun instructor. And, you know, you, you, and I know you've spent time with those, those people and they're just wired differently, right? Mm -hmm. In terms of their mindset and their training. And, and so if there's a, if there's a public shooting, if there's an earthquake, if there's a, you know, an, an event, right? An emergency, they know how to show up and what they don't do is what the sheep do, right? What the sheep do is they all kind of run away screaming and it's this chaotic, you know, sort of herd mentality. And you see that leadership now. And I, the, the cool thing about that is, is if you are that leader, I'm going to tell you, man, trust your gut right now, trust yeah. your instincts and step into that vacuum because we need it. Right. And conversely, if you are that person who feels like, you know what, I'm out over my skis a little bit, step out like i'm not saying resign but I'm, I'm i'm saying like let somebody else there's a scene in band of brothers i don't know if you ever saw that but there's a scene of band of brothers where there's a a private and i'll call him a lieutenant and in that moment this is in world war ii it's very clear that the private is absolutely the person that should be leading right. and not that lieutenant somebody's gonna die and i'm saying like step out of the way do what you do do it well but don't confuse people right now. You know, Renee said something, Renee Rodriguez, I don't know, is this now the third or fourth time? that I've <laughs> It's because he's such a great example of this, right? Between yes. his amazing voice, is he, does he oh, not have? I mean, he could read the phone book to right? me. Happy. He has the most calming, beautiful voice I think I've ever heard. I could fall asleep with him giving me positive affirmations. I'd pay yeah. money for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We should get him to do that. We should get him to do that. Good point. What the heck was I just going to say about that? I don't remember. Do you recall? So, well, you were talking about um, the mindset and um, stepping away. So if you don't have the the ability to lead, to let the next person yeah. be able to come yeah. and lead. We'll come back That's to that. That's a really good point I made. I don't know what I was going to say about <laughs> Renee, but uh, but there you go. Yeah, I think this is our time, right? To step right. up and step step in and make something happen. And Ginger, I will say this, like, like, I believe that there's two important conversations right now. I think number one is control what you can control, whether you're a leader or you're an ops person or you're a sales professional and you're trying to figure out how to connect with clients and prospects in a new way. I think that's one conversation. I think the other conversation is like, 
how do I manage this at home? And if, if, if I may, for just a quick second, mm -hmm. there's a couple of things that really hit me. This morning, I was looking for something in the garage yesterday, and we have a three-car garage, and a third of it is devoted to Christmas. And, you know, if, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't walk out there right now with a video camera and show you how proud I am of its organization. It wouldn't feel good. Right. And Tony said something to me yesterday, and I thought, you know what? Now's the time. Like yep. this weekend, I know I'm not going to be out doing anything. Yeah. Right. So I'm making a list of projects right now. And if you're watching this, I'm going to encourage you. There's something, whether it's, you know, I need to set up my planner, right. Or I need to clean my garage or deferred maintenance projects. Like what I know is when we're out of control, when our routine gets rocked, mm -hmm. we wobble a little bit internally. And the, and the thing that we crave is order. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that can go to the dysfunctional side. Like I have cousins right now who they don't have to work. They're staying at home. They're watching the news all the time right. and they're hoarding. Like she is telling my wife, literally, I have set my alarm for 3 a.m. to wake up to order things online so that they can be delivered. And, but they're hoarding. I mean, so that's a, that's a, if we recognize it for what it is like, okay, that's an unhealthy reaction to what's right. going on. A healthy reaction is make a list of projects, yep. do something like Ginger Bell has done here, figure out a way to reach out and help somebody, whether it's if you're younger and you can go pick something up and help out some elderly yep. neighbors, right? Do that. My neighbors the other night here on Cherry Grove, it's unbelievable. I, I think we live in Mayberry. We, everybody's been here forever, right? So we, we don't move. We're like realtors' nightmares. We just stay. <laughs> but we were all texting the other night, and somebody said, hey, I have uh, whatever she had. I don't know what it was. A lot of flour. If anybody needs flour, let me know, and I'll trade you for something you've got. Right. And so she walked across the street, left it on the porch, right? The other person walked it. And I'm like, well, I don't think I have any food, but I'm in hotels and do events all the time, and I have tons of champagne that people give me. I don't drink champagne. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I gave away seven bottles of champagne, right? So awesome. the, right, find a way to connect and give back and right. help somebody else because Ginger, what you're doing here, I think is illustrative of what we need to be doing as a society anyway. And here's my hope, friend. My hope is we actually come out of this better off. Tim Brahim recorded a great video yesterday. I don't know if you saw it or not, but it, yeah. kind of speaking into that, right? Like maybe we come out of this a little bit more tolerant and a little less partisan and maybe we care about people a little bit more and maybe, maybe something good comes out of all of this craziness. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, having that hope and having that focus and staying in control. Um, I did a horse track one time, my son's an Eagle Scout and he had, they have this horse track in Oregon that um, they have like 50 horses. They take from one camp that's at, you know, sea level, and they take it up to Mount Hood. Wow. And the horses are there in the morning and the, throughout the summer, and the boys ride them. And then in the fall, then they take the horses from up at Mount Hood and they take them down to um, Butte Creek. So it's at, you know, ground level. So yeah. they're not up in the mountains. Yeah. And so my son had wanted to do this. He had to be 13 to do it. And so as soon as the, you know, he was 13, he put his name in the lottery and he got, you know, selected. And so he asked me to do it with him. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I grew up in Colorado riding horses. I'm like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And uh, so I said, you know, go for it. I didn't go to the meeting. My husband took my son to the meeting and then he came back and gave me the dates. And it's like nine days. And I'm like, 
you got to have that wrong. I mean, it can't be nine days. I mean, we're just going from Mount Hood down to Silverton, you know, I mean, it's not that far. And I've run the hood to coast before and that's like 190 miles. And it's like, we do that in 24 hours. So I'm thinking nine days, that's a really long time. So anyway, so we did it. And yes, I was on the back of a horse for nine days. And my son and I still talk about what a great experience it was in terms of bonding. Mm. But it was very hard during that time. But, you know, I learned a lot of lessons through that as far as, you know, managing fear because we had 50 horses and oftentimes we honestly were on the very narrow path. Wow. We uh, did it along the part of it was the Oregon Crest Trail that we were on. And, um, so here you have, you know, 50 horses that have been ridden by a bunch of boys for all summer long and they're not very happy. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, you said manage, managing that and managing a horse and getting that. And it was times I was just terrified, but, um, the, the person, um, Scott DiPiola, who's absolutely, I mean, he's like the Italian cowboy. I have to send a picture to you. It's like the, <laughs> I'd love to see handlebar it. mustache and the big old hat and anything. Nice. So one of the things that, that. He told me, and and really, he said, you know, in order to keep a horse focused and not, you know, paying attention to, you know, something coming across or down or anything, is you give it a job to do. Mm. And so, when you give a horse a job to do, then it's focused on that job, and that's so what good. we need to do. So you're Absolutely. talking about the project as far as, and and I'm, you know, the same thing. It's like. You know, all the things that I've talked about, you know, it's like, gosh, I wish I had time to do that. Um, I have my team redoing our website right now. You know, I did a call on Monday and I said, listen, I want you to know, you know, as long as my contracts continue, you all have jobs and we're going to double down. Nice. And so, you know, let's redo the website. Let's develop more content. I have, you know, some other people I work with on content. It's like, we're doubling down. You have the time. Let's do this. And keeping people busy. So, so cool. Those are things to do. So find those projects, you know, Absolutely. The, the cupboard, learn a new language. You right. know, it's like I have a house full of six um, kids from Latin America at a house in Atlanta who were brought in from my son's professional esports team and um, wow. they can't play right now. They're supposed to play live. That's why they brought them in for the yeah. year. And now they're going to online, right. but they're all Spanish speaking. And so I'm learning Spanish. That's <laughs> well, you should. And well done. So You're going to come out of this better off. How cool yeah. is that? And we will come through this. And I think totally. that's probably one of the most important messages to hold that in your heart we will come through this mm. and it may be longer than the 14 days. We don't really know, but you know, to look at the other side and to say, okay, at the end of this, what have I built? Mm. I had this opportunity. What have I built? What have I accomplished? Really good. And, you know, did I make it valuable? So, you know, yes, clean out that garage. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm on it. I'm on it for sure. Write that book, you know. Right? I mean, you think about. It. I know you got another book in you. I do indeed. It's already started. So, so here's the funny thing about that. The the second book, the title is "Closing the Gaps." So, in big letters, it'll say "Closing the Gaps," nice. and the subtitle is "Between Intention and Execution." I love it. And it, thank you. And and to to the point I made earlier, this is these are the lessons that I've learned right. from the most effective people that I've coached. This is never about here are Bill Hart's rules for closing gaps. I don't, that's not where I come from. It's like, man, I watch Josh metal. I watch how he executes. I watch Todd Bookspan. I watch how he executes. How do people make things happen? 
And there's some very simple rules around that, right? And so one of the things that I would say to people right now is, you know, it's funny, I offered some, uh, some free coaching, and I might do it again next week, because I've got capacity, right? Like you, right. I've, got, I've got more time. Yep. And I just know that there are people that are hurting and have questions and need some help. And, you know, I can't do it indefinitely, but I can do it for now. Right. And I just hung up with a woman who was feeling a little overwhelmed. And this woman has a master's degree in finance, like crazy smart, right? Knows what she's doing. Right. But she is overwhelmed by what David Allen in his book, Getting Things Done, calls an amorphous blob of undoability. <laughs> Think about that term. Yeah. An amorphous, shapeless blob of undoability versus I have a sense of focus because I have a planner right. where this is all laid out. And I just, I'm so old school oriented when it comes to this, like, you know, use <laughs> Outlook, right. right? Use your app, but yeah, have a physical planner. My two favorites are this one, which is the full focus planner by Michael Hyatt. It's a, it's a quarterly. It, what's cool about this is this is a bound, like a book, because right. you know, he's a publisher, right? So it's an actual book. I just have purchased a, a leather cover that it fits into. Right. But that's one. And what I love about it is he gets this idea of I need to be getting three key things done every day. I can have 27 things on a task list, God forbid, but there are three things today that I'm going to knock out right. and I'm going to get them done by noon, which brings us then to Todd Bookspan's company, which is Win by Noon. And if you're in the mortgage business, if you're a loan originator or a realtor, go to winbynoon.com. It, it is a brilliant planner. It's, it's a spiral bound notebook. There will be an app, but for now, just go old school. And it does the same thing, Ginger. It focuses you in on, in those two specific lanes, mortgage or real estate, what are the specific things that I need to be doing each and every day? And I think now more than ever, like that was a good idea two weeks ago. Now it's like, you have to do this. Order yeah. that today. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And I need to get, I haven't had Todd on, Todd on um, yet. So. Oh, he'll be a great guest on this because he lives and breathes this. Yeah. Well, yeah. And even if it is, I mean, I love apps and things like that. And I'm school, like I'm old school, like you too. I have the old Franklin um, copy. Nice. Yeah. So, um, but there's a process. I was actually, um, I was having lunch with Brian Tracy one day and um it's funny. I need to reach out to him. Nice. I'm not sure where he's at right now, but yeah. um, he was telling me, cause I asked him, I said, you know, and he's an, an incredible writer. I don't even know how many books that he's. Oh written. my goodness. I've Prolific. Had, yeah. yeah. I've had the pleasure of writing a couple books with him. Cool. Um, but he told me, he said that he still hand writes out his books. Wow. And he said, there is the process um, that, that happens. It's the connection between what happens between the brain mm -hmm. and the physical activity of writing it yep. actually puts it into motion to where it's actually something that is more retained in the brain. I've heard that. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah, I, I, I think that's real. And now is, now is a great time to just, just commit to this process. And, and you know, the, the beauty of these two examples, the, the full focus planner and the win by noon planner is their 90 day tools. They're, they're, like I swap this out every 90 days, right? My, my other one's over there in the corner. Same mm -hmm. with win by noon. So you don't have to commit to a year of that. I mean, all I, if I were coaching you, not you, but you viewer, 
I would say, try this. Try this for 90 days and see if it doesn't have an impact on you. Because now is a great time, Ginger. Just reading an article earlier, and the, and the author said, now is a time for patience, discipline, and resiliency. Mm -hmm. I love patience, it. discipline, the planner, right. and resiliency. Right. right. A lot of people aren't very resilient. They're like, yeah. uh, okay, this is not my world. This is not what I signed on for. They're, well, what are you going to do with that? Right. You know, we've got yeah. to learn. None of us signed on for this. <laughs> right? Totally. And totally. trust me, if that was the line that we were standing, I would have gotten out of that line. <laughs> <Isn't> <laughs> that the truth? I would have gone, Bill, come over here. Not exactly. very long. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's, you know, it, but, but you know what? Life has. Life has this funny way of putting us into circumstances mm. and it has put all of us into this circumstance. And so it's a matter of what's the lesson to be learned? What lessons can you teach? And, you know, how can we support each other? And so, you know, that's where we're all at. And so I, I appreciate you coming on this video and sharing oh, my pleasure. sharing your wisdom and your humor and, and uh, it's always great to see your smiling face and uh, to be able to, to just, you know, give some people, I think, just a sense of, you know, what to do with it, some calmness, and uh, that we're all in it together. So thank you so much for that, friend. You bet, Ginger. My honor, my pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. Love what you're doing. Good luck with your mother-in-law, right? Thank you, yes. You're, I love the way you're showing up. It's, uh, I've been there. In this very office, we, we moved my elderly mother-in-law in years ago, and she spent the last few months of her life here and passed away in this room. And it, wow. was, a, it was about as beautiful as it could have, could have been. So, yeah. so good for you for stepping up. We don't do that well in our culture. So good on you. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I wish you were closer. I would take a bottle of champagne. <laughs> There's more, more to be had for sure. I'll look forward to uh, sharing a glass of something at some point in the future. Absolutely. Don't have to be socially distanced. Very good. Well, thank you, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Likewise. See you, Ginger.